Mr. Castle. Mr. Margulies. How are you? Good, sir. Good, you? Fantastic. What's up? I am chilling. Chilling and hempy right now. Hempy? I've never yeah. I've never been there. <laughs> <laughs> Obvious to you, but not to the listeners. I've never been there. Uh, how you been, buddy? Good. I've been great. Been um moving moving to New York in about five weeks. Yeah, yeah. That's exciting. I I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I've been Did waiting. Did you put in your notice to your old job? Nope, not yet. <laughs> They'll find out soon enough. That's a fun moment. It's really weird. It's like I remember before that it was like uh it was just this weird like nervous energy, I guess. And then you finally do it and you're like relieved. <laughs> I, Although you've got you're, you're going to another job, so it's probably less of a nerve wracking thing to do. It's, I guess it's nerve wracking in its own right, but I'm sure it's way different than what you went through. So. <laughs> <laughs> Traveling across the country, the country to uh, another world. Yeah, another oh man, another country. So where do we leave off? <clears throat> um, I think you left off with me coughing, so that's still happening. Yeah, uh, uh, if you don't mind, I. I think we left off. Let me get my notes. Actually, I have notes. A journal I've been keeping, so I know exactly where we left off. Well, good. Um, Here we go. September 16th, did first podcast with Castle. Um, (laughs) So later that day, so that was in the morning. It was your night, I think, your Sunday night. It was my Monday morning. Um, So after I got off the phone with you, um, I went back to the beach. I was still with my friend Samara, uh, that girl from New Zealand I was traveling with. Um, we ended up meeting this really cool dude, um, this local guy. He called himself the Celebration Baba. Like Baba is like a, kind of like a spiritual person. And he was, he was a really positive energy guy. He was just giving good advice about how everything's wonderful and say to yourself, I have everything. <laughs> um, and all those like just good positive advice about just life in general. And that just was... Be happy. And that was at the beach in... This was on the beach. I was still in Goa at this point. Right. In, uh, in Arambol. And we just... This guy was just sitting next to us at the restaurant. And he just started talking about... It was it probably was for like an hour or two. This guy was talking about just how to live a happy life. And again, I think his main message was just everything's wonderful. I already have every. Just say to yourself, I have everything. Um, and be happy, basically. Um kind of the same messages you always hear like you know be happy with what you have and right. all these things mm-hmm. uh, and it was it was really cool though um and then we ended up we go to this there's a lake you go over the hills there and i have pictures actually i put them up that you can see um and we can probably post them somewhere when we find like whatever website we're going to use for this thing sure but if you look on the folder i shared with you um let's see if you go to the folder for Goa, and I won't talk on this too much, it's probably boring to listen to, but there's some pictures you can see of in the Aaron Bowl folder of the what the mountains looked like. So basically we climbed over those mountains um, to the other side, and there's a lake there, and then you trek through the forest, and there's this tree that supposedly the Beatles went to when they were in India. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's It's unconfirmed. When I looked it up online, it was shaky if the Beatles actually came here, but supposedly they went to this tree 
and it's John Lennon made it a holy place or something like that. Yeah, who knows how much of this is true. Interesting. Um, we'll have to do some research on that. Yeah. Um, and where was that again? <clears throat> this is an Arambol in Goa. Um, okay. Anyway, so that was fun. I mean, I was spending a lot of time just kind of, you know, I was just hanging out on the beach. It wasn't, it wasn't like crazy amount of sightseeing or crazy stories, but mostly it was just, you know, hanging out. Um, some days I just hung out, uh, at one of the restaurants with Wi-Fi, caught up on Breaking Bad. <laughs> it's getting <laughs> crazy biggest, I hear. It is crazy. Do you watch it? I, I do watch it, but I'm only in season three and a half. Okay. So. Well, I'm not going to send any spoilers anyway, because that's my, my pet peeve. My, my biggest fear, right? There's one episode left and I, I feel like I have to watch all the episodes immediately or else I'll accidentally like sign on Facebook and someone will post a spoiler or something. That's my that's my biggest fear right now. Besides my in in, li- <laughs> in life, <laughs> yeah, in my entire life, number one is losing my passport. Number two is breaking bad spoilers, <laughs> <laughs> not getting killed, not getting yeah. held for ransom, not so, getting a tapeworm. It's, I get my practice, man. <laughs> that's, word, word. Um, that's, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um. Anyway, um, yeah, but I was just hanging on the beach, making other friends. There were tons of Israelis, actually, um, in Goa, Goa. Um, like everywhere. I think it's a big popular thing. So Israelis, you know, of course, when they finish their high school, they go into military service for three years for guys, two years for girls. Right. But often what the Israelis do is after they finish their service, before they go to university or whatever, they usually take like a year off or something. Um, so it's very, and India is a very, very popular destination for Israelis. So it's really, um, common to see Israelis, uh, after they finish their service, spending time in places like Goa or other parts of India. So I wasn't aware how, how long do they typically stay? Any idea just, uh, in the service or travel afterwards in Goa, like maybe a year they'll stay in, they'll travel around. I mean, maybe not necessarily India or just in Goa, but they'll spend a, maybe a gap year traveling. Right. Uh, something – it's something Americans don't really do, right? Because – I mean some do, but much more common in the U.S. is you know, you, you do your high school. Then you go from high school to college. Right. And then you get a degree in college and you go to a job and then you basically just work your job for the next 40 years. Right. In the meanwhile, you get married, have kids, all that stuff too. And that's kind of like the life story for a typical American. Um, right. I remember whereas, I remember when yeah. I went to Israel on Birthright that uh, mm. that that's exactly unlike what, what they do over there, exactly what you described. Yeah. They join them. They go to high <laughs> school, join the military. Then they graduate. They try to scrimp and save. Excuse me. They get done with the military. Then they scrimp and save living with their parents and then they travel the world for a year to two or three years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I met some that are traveling for three years now also. Yeah. Um, and it's not just Israel too. It's other parts of the world, you know, Europeans, Australians, Canadians, you'll meet people from all the other countries that it's where it's much more common to take a gap year. Um, you know, whether it's before college, after college, whatever, it's much more common around the world to do that kind of a thing. Um, for whatever reason, in the U.S., it's you know much 
more uncommon and frowned upon, uh, and you're expected to kind of just take your two weeks of vacation per year, um, which in other countries, you know, you go to France and they start in person get five or six weeks of vacation a year. Um, right. It's kind of, you know, while I'm traveling now and meeting these people that are traveling from other countries, it's interesting to see just the differences in, you know, and so when I left, you know, that my last vacation when I was working was in March when I did my Australia and Asia trip. And that was sort of, you know, so I guess last time I talked about how when I went to Peru a year ago is when I really kind of realized what I needed to do. And then come March is when, uh, sorry, I'll wait a second. It's loud. Come March is when I wanted to test the waters. So I took a little, I took a three week trip to Australia and Southeast Asia to test out, okay, what if I really do jump without the rope? How's this going to work? Right. Um, and I took off three weeks and it was around the office. It was like, what? You're taking off three whole weeks? And people are, you know, just shocked that I would have the audacity to take off three weeks of work, to yeah. leave work three whole weeks. Um, how can you leave the office for three weeks? But then the moment I'm traveling and I'm meeting other travelers, the line I get was, you're only traveling for three weeks? Yeah. <laughs> and that was just like a – that was a moment where I was like, wow, I – doing something wrong here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, That's interesting um, because uh, I'm just thinking about my own working situation. It raises an interesting point because <laughs> my current line of work, you know, I took a year off, uh, excuse me, a week off last year and did that improv class in New York city. And that, that took some, you know, I had to coordinate all this stuff and get my boss's approval. And even then you only have, you know, what, two weeks for an entire year worth of vacation up until you're in your fifth or, or higher year. Like that's exactly, it's a bit ridiculous, you know, or I don't know if it's just a U.S. mentality compared to Europe, it, but, but it's just probably other countries like it. But from what I see, the U S is definitely, um, one of the worst as far as like that style of stuff goes, you know, a lot other, well, I might have a biased point of view there, right? Cause I'm meeting travelers from countries where it's not like that, you know, just because that's what I'm doing. I'm backpacking. So I'm going to meet travelers from countries that are Back more likely to support backpackers. Right. Um, so I could have a biased perspective there, hmm. but there are definitely are other countries where the culture is different, where it's more, uh, not only accepted, but even encouraged and expected uh, to go and take a gap year. Right. Um, but I think yeah. it's, I think it allows for, I mean, this is a personal opinion, but I think it allows for, you know, some, some growth as a per, as a human, as a individual to see what else yeah. is out there. So, <laughs> and obviously you're, you're taking that it into your own life experience right now. by doing you know taking some time off absolutely so but yeah uh, um but yeah i guess i got on a little tangent that's okay though i think it's kind of that's fine it's supposed to be right? um like i guess i was saying i was hanging out with a bunch of israelis in goa um and then a couple of them um you know i don't know a week ago or something a couple of them said hey we're gonna go to gokarna so gokarna is another kind of beach place it's actually just south of Goa, where I was. Um, 
And so they were going, and I figured, well, these guys figured it out. They were taking a cab to the train station and then the train down. I can split a cab with them. That's the more expensive part. The train is like nothing. You know, you pay 10 rupees, which is like, you know, 15, 20 cents for the train. If the more expensive part is just taking the cab to the train. So I figure, okay, these guys are going the same direction I wanted to go anyway because I heard about Gokarna from other people. Um, so I said, all right, I'm going to go with you guys tomorrow. So um, I hopped in. A, I left with these two Israelis, uh, Liron and Nofar. Um, and we went out to Gokarna. And so that was, I don't know, like a week ago maybe when I got to Gokarna. Uh-huh. Um, and this place is like, I guess, just a super – it's really beautiful and just super remote. Um, and I think part of that is that it's still the off-season because it's like the end of monsoon season. And so it really picks up more in the wintertime, like November, December, January. Right. Um, so uh, part of it was that you know just hadn't <coughs> picked up yet. But I think also this place is just is more remote in general than Goa is, uh, which is cool. Uh, you know, it's neat because you have basically a beach to yourself, um, and it's it's pretty awesome. Um, at the same time, though, I don't know if it was what I would needed at that particular moment. Um, for what? He, just for my own experience. So I'm, you know, I'm traveling solo. I did come with two people, but it wasn't uh, the ideal place for necessarily meeting more people, right? Right. So I think it's a great place to go if you came with people that you're close with. Um, but it's not necessarily the best place to meet new people. Um, so I did come with people, but you know, they had other friends there too. Next thing I know, it's like me with like four other Israelis and they're all really nice, really cool people. But at the same time, I didn't necessarily feel like I was part of the group, you know? Yeah. Cause they're parts of their, they, their first language is Hebrew, of course. So there are just points in time where they're talking in Hebrew to each other, just and not to specifically exclude me or anything, but just because it's their natural inclination. Right. Um, and so there are parts where I'm kind of sitting there and I can't ex- exactly contribute to the conversation or anything. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I, I mean, it was, I had a great experience. They were all really cool, uh, great people. We all had a lot of fun. We had all liked the same music. Um, we all just hung out, chilled on the beach, went uh, on little excursions to the next door beaches and stuff. I had a great time. Can I? Can I, yeah, go ahead. Can I ask you quickly what? Yeah. So, what song? What song uh, would you say that best uh, summarizes the experience there? Just, what song? <laughs> yeah, I know it's a tough question, but like, uh, what song we were like listening to or singing? Yeah, about? yeah. You, well, we that, were playing, the Gunga had a guitar, so I was I hadn't played guitar in a while. Every time I see one again, I always want to play it. So I started playing a bunch of guitar again. So it was a lot of Pink Floyd. So Wish You Were Here. Played that a lot. Um, played a lot of Bob Marley. Um, actually, I posted a picture on Facebook of me playing guitar to a cow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this, I was playing guitar, and this random cow just walks up to me. Um, and he just like watches me play for a while. I actually played a rendition of – I played No Cow, No Cry. So <laughs> I have a video of that, actually. <laughs> well, we'll, I haven't posted that anyway. We'll post that one. Yeah, it's it's amusing. Uh, hold on one second. It's kind of noisy. I'm going to wait till this truck kind of drives away. Is that noisy on your end? That's not too bad. I guess those are, these are the authentic sounds. We're going to have to get used to this because I'm just taking internet wherever I can find it, basically. 
a lot of these places. No problem. Last uh, last time we had the bird um, yeah. eavesdropping. There, there was actually a bird in this room earlier. I think he left, but there was a bird in here. Yeah, I'm at an internet cafe right now because my guest house does not have internet or Wi-Fi. Where, um, uh, okay. Where? Well, uh, I guess we'll get to that in the later part of the story where you are now and what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. Yeah, I come to that. Um yeah, I guess where, where was I? I was talking about Gokarna. Yeah, I played no playing no cow no cry, no cow no cry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was playing a bunch of uh, Bob Marley and Pink Floyd, and basically just I'm not great at guitar, so whatever basic songs I know, I just played. Um, I, I was just was, yeah, I was just curious. So, wish you were here and would sum up that experience for you if if you heard it, you know, say ten sure. years from now, that would remind you of that. Trip. That song reminds me of so many things, though. You know, it's a great song. Just, I think you taught me that song, actually. Yeah, I might have. Um, we were on like a Skype call, and you're like, "Hey, it's really easy. Let me show you." And you just showed me how to play it. Uh, ever <laughs> since, it's been my go-to guitar song because it's easy to play. Yeah, um, and it's a great song. So, what more can you need if you're a shitty guitar player who likes good music? <laughs> <laughs> a horse with no um, name. A horse with no name. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I was, it was fun, but I still felt like after a few days of it, I felt like it was time for me to move on because I, I just wanted to meet more people. And I think really the thing to do is, you know, meet people in a similar situation who are also solo travelers. And, you know, it's, it's hard to join in a group of other people, especially if they speak another language as their first language. Um, but so I, I eventually decided, all right, I'm going to go to Hampi. So I spent, a, after spending, I'd spent like a, some good amount of time, you know, probably a week and a half between Goa and Gokarna, just kind of chilling on the beach. Um, and then I was ready for something new. So I took uh, an overnight uh, sleeper bus um, to Hampi. Um, and uh, so the sleeper bus experience was not great um you know it's okay it's all part of the part of this trip um so i guess what happened is well first i had to figure out how to navigate the bus system i had to take a bus to some other town and then some other bus to some other like a rickshaw actually from there to this restaurant and the bus the overnight bus was like an hour late and i'm freaking out i think is it getting too loud to hear me I, I can hear you. Okay. Um, I was waiting for this overnight bus at a restaurant where they were going to, or a hotel where they were going to pick me up. And it was like an hour late. And I'm kind of, I'm a little bit freaking out because I'm thinking, did I go to the wrong place? Did I mess something up? At the same time, I know, you know, Indian standard time is sort of like a, it's very typical for people to not be prompt around here. You know, it's not, you're not talking about Germans here. It's, people are kind of pretty laid back. So a time someone tells you, it means like add an hour or two to it. Usually, huh. <laughs> That's a very typical thing you'll find here. Um, but uh, I learned that pretty fast, actually. Um, anyway, finally the bus arrives. But the part that sucked about so you have like a, a bed, basically, not nothing fancy, but you have like a little flat surface to lay on. Right. Um, but the part that sucked was that they had the AC just blasting. Um, and it's like right on top of me. Um, 
So I am just freezing my ass. I couldn't go to sleep because I'm just freezing my ass off. I got off the bus when it stopped and I grabbed like some jeans and socks and a sweatshirt, but it still wasn't enough. I was just like, it was like I was in a tundra or something. Um, Wow. It's okay though. Um, You know, whatever. Uh, Que sera, sera. What will be, will be. You you lived. You're alive. Yeah, I'm alive. I made it to Hempy, so whatever. All's well that ends well. Um, then it got even crazier, though. Um, I step off of the bus. It's about 6 in the morning now when the bus arrives in Hempy. Mm-hmm. And I'm immediately, like, assaulted by every single rickshaw driver. And the rickshaws are, like, these little motorized little cart things. Right. Um, is, it, can you, is it too much now? Or? Oh, I can still hear you. Okay. Um, basically eight, probably eight, at least rickshaw drivers come up and they're, they all want my, want me to ride with them. Hey, let me take you to this, to a hostel. I have a great hostel for you. Hey, it'll only cost you 10 rupees. Hey, I'll do it for free. I'll take you to 10 different ones. And like, I tried to like walk away and they just follow me and they're just, they're handing me car. I can't really properly describe this experience. It was just the, you'd never see something like this in the U S right. Yeah. Um, but there's there's no sense of like giving someone space or anything like that. Like every all eight of these guys are from the moment I step off the bus till the moment I finally got in one of their rickshaws, they're just following me, all yelling things at me, all want me to come to their uh, on their rickshaw to a hostel that they want to take me to. They're all handing me cards and maps and saying, "Hey, I'm the one. Choose me. I gave you the map." Um, right. I'm kind of just. I'm, I just woke up also, right? I did finally fall asleep. So at this point, six in the morning, I didn't get a lot of sleep. And I'm just kind of was woken up. And I'm just overwhelmed. So I kind of walk over to this place and sit down for a minute. And the whole time, people are just like all over me. Um, it's just this crazy experience. How did it make you feel? Did it- I was just overwhelmed. I was like, get off of me. You leave me my space, you know? Did you get angry at all or... <laughs> Did I what? Did you have anger at all, or was it mainly? I wasn't angry. I was just really annoyed, and I was about to say, "Then leave me alone for a few minutes. Let me just sit down and gather myself." Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just crazy, and they're just making stuff up too. They'll say things to get me to come in their rickshaw. I think they get some kind of either they get some kind of kickback from the place that I stay, or they just want my business later. So when I go in this place where I am now, Hempy is like full of temples and all kind like there's countless temples here so they want to be the one to give me the tour of the area which is where they you know 10 rupees take me is nothing to take me to a hostel but they want me to call them back and take they want to take me around to see all the temples and everything right um and apparently yeah it's super competitive i guess um but or maybe it's just the off season or something. I'm not really sure if there's a season here or not. Yeah. But anyway. Well, well, were there a lot of other tourists on the bus, or was it? Were you one of the few? I don't know. I was the last person to wake up. So by the time I got off, everyone else was kind of gone. So um, it was just me and like different rickshaw drivers accosting me. Um, <laughs> it was great. Eventually, I finally just. Well, they were making stuff up too. One guy was like, "Oh, I know a place that's 80 rupees a night, a hostel with Wi-Fi." That was just completely made up. Really. Um. Yeah, I I mean I'm paying 150 rupees, which is like you know 250 or something. Um, so pretty good price. 
Um, but, you know, guys were making stuff up. Right. Um, anyway, I finally got in uh, rickshaw with one of these guys, and he took me to a hostel, the one I'm staying in. Um, so you. that was that craziness. Um, and that was yesterday. So okay. that was why I was we were supposed to do this yesterday and that was why I was late. I was just, I got off the bus and I was just way too overwhelmed and it was, I didn't get myself settled in until a little while later. It's no problem. Um, no problem, man. Yeah. So I'll, I'll pause for a moment as I've been talking a lot. Um, <laughs> do you want, um, do you want yeah, to I was take, gonna say, you wanna take I was a break? Just, no, we don't take a break necessarily, but did you have, I was just wondering you have something you wanted to put in there. Cause I've just been rambling for a minute. Oh, I'm just, I was just listening to the story. It sounded, okay. I could imagine that, you know, eight or 10 rickshaw <laughs> drivers coming after me, you know, speaking in an accent, you know, yeah. probably, probably tr- like grabbing you and trying to get you to look at them and, and fall like even maybe, I don't know if they pulled at your arms and th- whatnot, but I could, I could uh, see some that. Some of them were, yeah. Some of them like would touch my hand or grab my hand and say, hey, Listen to me. I'll I'll be the one. That, yeah, they would do all that stuff. Remember, remember Indiana Jones Temple of Doom. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of course. Like when he <laughs> which scenery talk? <laughs> like I feel like that that's what happened to, or maybe maybe the first one, maybe uh, Ark. I don't remember it well enough. The Raiders of the Lost Ark, <laughs> where where he you know Indiana gets off a plane and then all these kids are are pulling at him to do this or do that. Oh. But, uh, that's what I imagine it being like, and maybe we can add a clip of that on on the site. <laughs> Doctor Jones. Doctor Jones. <laughs> Doctor Jones. <laughs> I watched. I watched that that scene uh, oh, nice. where he pulls the heart out uh, recently. Oh, that seems crazy, and it's like on fire. Yeah, it's I use just... I use that in my, that song I played for you. <laughs> But um, um, yeah, but I mean, it sounds like a yeah, you made it. You made it to a, a hostel. What, what are your accommodations like? Yeah, actually, so they're not so much hostels as guest houses. Huh. So the difference being, like, you know, in a hostel. So in Mumbai, I stayed in a hostel at first before I was couch surfing there. And in a hostel, you know, you're in a dorm kind of place. You're sharing a room with a bunch of people. Um, but a guest house, you really you actually have like your own room, basically. Uh, or you, you do have your own room, or you can split it with someone if you want. Because closer to like a hotel where you're paying for the room and not for the bed for the person. Um, but yeah. they all the all the guest houses here are like combinations. There there'll be a guest house slash laundromat slash restaurant slash travel agency <laughs> <laughs> in the same building. Yeah, all in the same place. Um, there's a lot of that. Uh, the one I'm in, I think it's just a guest house and laundromat maybe it has more though i i don't know um <laughs> but yeah I, I found a place and i kind of just walked around i i went to a restaurant and i made some friends um this australian guy um and it's um swedish girl um and i kind of went around with them we went to like the water and climbed these rocks and i have some pictures of it i have them on the site on the cloud. Um, and yeah, I hung out with them. They were leaving that day though. So then I went to walk around some more. I met a bunch of, uh, uh, French people uh-huh. that they're actually on like a study abroad program. So they're taking classes in, at the university of Bangalore, 
uh, for the semester. But they have this arrangement where they only have classes like when, like Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So they have off Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday every week, and they go on like little weekend, ex- long weekend excursions every weekend That's to in- different parts of India. That's incredible. Um, yeah, I'm thinking, wow, I did something wrong as an undergrad. Yeah, um, me as well. <laughs> yeah, um, but it was really cool. So I, I was hanging out with it was like how many of them? I don't know, eight of them or something. Um six or eight of them or something uh, last night. Um, that's cool. I've just basically been, yeah, meeting other travelers and hanging out with them. Um, probably today I'll end up going on some of the, to some of the temples and seeing some of the other stuff in Hampi. There's also like this river that there's another side of the river that you can cross and there's other stuff there, but you can only cross when the river height is so yesterday I couldn't cross cause the river was too high. Right. So I have to wait for the river to come down so I can cross it. Wow. And if I cross it, I'll be stuck if it comes back up until it comes down again. Oh my gosh. Well, Unless I go around it, which is like pretty long ways. When you, when you go on these excursions and whatnot, um, what do you yeah. do? What do you do with your, your, your worldly belongings? Where do you, do you bring every single thing with you every time? No. No, I'm, I'm leave, I leave it in my hostel or my guest house. I leave it in my room. Okay. Um, I mean, I have a lock, so you, I just lock the room. You do? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's yeah, good. Yeah, you always have, like, a lock. Even in the hostels where you have, like, a shared dorm, you'll usually have a locker. Um, or I, I wouldn't probably stay somewhere that didn't have one, for that matter. But mm-hmm. you, and it's different. Sometimes you have a big enough locker to put your whole all your stuff in. But at the very least, usually you'll have a locker, a small locker to put, like my back, my carry-on, which has my, you know, laptop or whatever. And um, I'll leave my big bag out because I don't care. It's just clothes, and you know, I don't care that much if that stuff gets. If it, did, I don't think anyone would steal that. But if they did, whatever. I got um, you. Stuff I, I really care about. I can, I put that. I keep in us, you know, locked away somewhere. I got you. I was just curious. I was just curious. Yeah. I, I know I've stayed in the hostel and I've had things stolen so really you didn't lock it away um well i um i left it in a in the in the watch of the uh of the hostel oh. he- the hostel heads or the the people oh, like when you checked out you right i went to go buy some some gifts and whatnot and my cell phone and my camera were stolen when they were they were looking after it so that's kind of my... Yeah, I've done that before after checking out, and I leave it at the front. But I question whether I should do that. I, well, maybe the strategy is you leave your big bag with all your clothes and crap that's not that valuable, and just take your really valuable stuff with you. I think so I always have my phone and passport on me at all times, and maybe when I'm not don't have a locker, keep my laptop on me. Also, it's probably safer. I think that that's the way to go, just as yeah. a rule of thumb. Yeah, I think so. Actually, that's what the um, the guys I met yesterday, the Australian and, uh, and, and Swedish girl, they had checked out already, so they were carrying their valuables with them, basically. Um, that's I, probably the way, yeah, way to go. I think it's a smart idea. Um, I wanted to know, I never... So that's... that's uh, I, I kind of wanted to know, what, what did you wean 
your list of items down to last time we spoke more about the motivations of the trip and you know where yeah what what motivated you to, to go on this trip and what you're looking to experience but but what are you actually what did you wind up bringing with you what are the what are the those important items that you decided i'm going to bring this this and this um so probably too much stuff. I <laughs> actually have thought about getting rid of stuff. Wow. Um, just to make my bag loader have less of a burden. Because there's stuff I'm not using. So I have like way too many pairs of shorts. I have like three or four pairs of shorts. I don't need that many. Um, so, um, but yeah, I have you know clothes of course. So shorts and shirts and that kind of thing. I mean, uh, I probably. I just want to know like, do you have like two days of worth of? clothes three four etc i mean i can it's really easy to do laundry here you, you know most of the guest houses will have a laundry so you just hand them your bag and you get that night or the next morning uh so like i've done laundry twice so far so maybe once a week i'm doing it um but yeah i mean you want maybe a week's worth of clothes um but you know you can wear the same pair of shorts a couple times right um so i don't need four pairs of shorts um, it's, it's a little excessive. Um, I have two pairs of jeans and I've worn, I wear one. I only need one probably unless I go North and which I might go North soon. Uh, it might get cold. I have to look up. I haven't done a lot of research <laughs> about anything for that, about, you know, I just kind of came to, into Mumbai and figured it out when I got here, right. which I think is part of the fun. Um, but I might do a little bit of more research to figure out where I should go next. Because right now I'm not. For a while I had somewhat of a trajectory. I knew I was going to go to Goa, and then by that point I already knew about Gokarna and about Hampi. And now I'm kind of it's open ended. I can either keep going south, and there's a bunch of stuff to see south of India, or I can go venture north before it gets too cold, um, and see all the stuff there. I don't know if I'm going to go to like uh, the Himalayas and what not. Um, yeah, but I, I should do a little bit more of that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you were asking me what I brought. Um, so clothes, besides clothes, though, yeah. So I have my my passport, of course, and my I brought my my phone, my Galaxy S three, and I was able to get like an Indian SIM card. Um, but I'm also using it as my camera, my MP three player. Um, it's serving a lot of as a mini tablet if I walk somewhere that has Wi Fi, or it's got a data plan too. So that one's an essential piece. My laptop. Um, you know, this is. I got this laptop specifically for this trip. It's a tiny, light little thing. It's easy to transport. Right. Um, it's perfect for this. Um, I brought some books. I just finished one of them, though, so I'm probably going to give it away to somebody that will find use out of it. Um, nice. So I have one less thing in my bag, and someone else will get uh, benefit out of it. Um, I've got, um, I don't know, my microphone. That I'm using right now, uh-huh. but it's a tiny, it's a little mini microphone. Um, again, I got this specifically for doing a travel kind of podcast, so it's this tiny microphone. I think it seems like it's getting decent quality. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, um, I don't know what else do I have. Um, you know, sunglasses, toiletries, toiletries. Yeah, um, you have to carry toilet paper. Every, you know, I have to buy toilet paper and just carry it in my bag with me uh, wherever. I have a little smaller, even smaller bag that kind of like 
towed around with me as I'm walking around. Uh-huh. And that has like, you know, my book in it or my sunglasses or my toilet paper. Because a lot of no, the toilets don't have toilet paper. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So people use their left. There's like water. Oh, yeah. Water. They have they have this water thing. I don't completely understand how to use it though. <laughs> Next. <laughs> like you're, you're... have a faucet and a bucket and I don't know what to do. Like, because <laughs> I understand the concepts, but then it's like, okay, so now you have a wet asshole. So what are you doing? <laughs> 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 so that's your mission for next time is to get somebody to explain to you the procedures. Yeah, I should understand this better. But what I do is I just bring my own toilet paper everywhere. Um, and a lot of the toilets aren't like normal, you know, Western style toilets. They're kind of just like a hole in the ground. So you do this like – you can't sit on the toilet. You do this like squat thing yeah, where like, you kind of like – you know like the Asian squat? Yeah. Have you seen that before? You do that basically, um, and I'm getting used to it. Some places actually have normal toilets, but not all of them do. You can't expect it, and I you definitely can't expect toilet paper. If you see so. it, if you see a favorite toilet of your take yours, take a picture of it. And a if, favorite toilet, a favorite toilet, and or the bucket and the, you know the. Oh, you mean like the water? Like my favorite toilet is going to be like a nice Western style toilet. <laughs> <laughs> But or, or probably you mean, like you want to see an authentic toilet. I want to see an authentic toilet, so okay, I can get, you a, get a good picture. I'll get you a of picture. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I can take a picture of one of them. They're everywhere. Um, uh, and and also, I hear that if you you know you know actually squatting is is better for your health and your is it? Yeah, I like because sitting upright is we're not meant to be sat upright. We're meant to do it like. Like like monkeys do it. They just like just how you describe. You squat down. Yeah, well, like cavemen weren't you know sitting on a porcelain thing reading a book right. while they were shitting. <laughs> 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 cavemen just did it <laughs> exactly. So yeah, that's probably something to say for that. I don't know when that's who decided that. Like, oh yeah, you know what? The act of shitting should be like a leisurely process where you can read. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm did a, that start? Like, I'm that gonna, wasn't always a thing, you yeah. know, reading while you're on the shitter. I'm going to um, read. I'm going to read. I'm going to I'm gonna tweet. I'm going to check my blog. Right. I'm going to play Facebook. Angry Birds. <laughs> <laughs> and you spend an hour in there. No, it's supposed to be yeah. get in, get take you a shit. What? I bet you that started when, like, the same time, you know, we had big corporate jobs and everything because like that's your break time you go to take a shit it's like all right you know what i'm gonna take my time with this yeah. i'm gonna check my email and play angry birds for a while right. and then 12 minutes later get back to my job <laughs> yeah probably and it's uh something to commercialize you know a product to yeah. make well you think <laughs> think about it also like uh it, it, toilets are comfortable to a degree but they're still not like incredibly comfortable like, like they're probably fifteen minutes comfortable. I think they do. Right. That, I think they do that on purpose. Like maybe we need like a toilet with uh, with pillows on it or something. They may. Um, I see old people have that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's just that they they they're smarter than everyone and they've had the experience of oh I'm gonna have a pillowed toilet yeah toilet top. Yeah. Or they've got they just, they just hemorrhoids. Time there. So, oh no! Uh, 
All right, I think we've exhausted this topic. Oh, dude, toilet, <laughs> toilet talk is, is can be interpreted into any language and is universally appealing. <laughs> so, uh, man. Um, okay, so back let's to- see. I guess I've talked about well, I've talked about all the like things I've done in the past week. Um, and I guess well, we don't have to fill a whole hour if we don't want to, but we can keep. If there's other stuff, I'm happy to keep talking. Though if there's things that have sparked interesting questions from you or whatever. Right. Um, I was curious if you learned any tips or or, or gained any. Learn had an interesting conversation with the Israelis or maybe the Swedish um, girl or the Australian. Or were there, you know, were there. You know, what was there any interesting stories behind the people that you've met? Um, um yeah, they all have interesting stories. Um, let's see, I'm trying to get anything specific. Hold on a moment, it's getting loud again. Um, I don't know if I'm trying to think of anything specific, but there are some things I took away where they just do things differently, right? So, the French people, for example, were telling me they're all in business school, so in France. You don't do four years of undergrad and then take two years of an MBA or whatever. No, they take three years of their undergraduate degree and then like a year or two of um, their graduate. So it's like four or five years total instead of like six. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. Um, let's see. I'm, uh, I've, yes, I've heard tons of interesting, crazy stories and I am drawing a blank, um, trying to think of like a really cool one on the spot. Oh, I can tell you a cool one. This is interesting. So when I was in Goa, um, I told you about that guy, Andy, who I met. Yeah, I so my friends, Yeah, my friends told me about this guy and like just so happens to be sitting right next to us. Aaron Bowl is a pretty small place, so it's you kind of see the same people. But anyway, this guy basically like has a, a time travelers group um, and he's got going to have this convention in Aaron Bowl at the end of December for all these people. Like he has, uh, did I talk about this already? I might have talked about this already. I don't think so. Um, but he has this other friend who – basically they've convinced a whole group of people that this guy is a time traveler. Um, and he just posts stuff on his blog or Facebook or whatever um, about time travel and stuff. And they believe he's a guy from the future. And these – I don't know how many people are coming, but on the winter solstice, this whole mess of – this like cult of time travel people are coming. Um to Arambol. It's just this wild story. And it's, I don't think they know yet how they're going to handle it. You know, and they have this whole group of people that believe this guy's a time traveler. I have no idea what they're going to huh. do with that. I kind of want to go back there and see the fireworks though. <laughs> I like, like the, it, like the event or is there, uh, and see, see what actually happens in the cell. Is it a celebration or is it just a, like a convention or something? Um, I have no idea what exactly they're going to do. I don't think they really know exactly what they're going to do with this. Is um, Does Andy believe in this man being a time traveler? I don't think he believes this man's a time traveler. Um, they kind of – there was some guy who like posted something years ago um, and he like, made all these predictions basically and like 75% of them came true or something like that. And they had this following – Basically, the, they assumed the identity of this time traveler that already kind of existed. Um, so they just, and no one knows who that was, like who was behind the original posting. 
Um, it must be super loud right now. Um, yeah, a little, yeah. Uh, running theme here. <laughs> um, but they kind of assume the identity. I don't know if Andy does or does not believe in time travel for real. I think he's interested in the concept. Um, and so maybe he's, this is a way of just exploring it. I mean, in a sense, you could say, if time travel is possible, um, what better way to figure it out than to have a... T- if, like, if there's a time traveler in the world, then if you have a time traveler's convention, that's the most likely place to meet him. So <laughs> if there is time travel, you know, that's the place you'd meet a time traveler, right? I, I suppose so, yeah. <laughs> it makes but, perfect sense. But yeah, that sense. was kind of an interesting, um, very interesting story. Um, yeah. And... Uh, Let's see what else. If you can, um, uh, if I wanted to, I, I I wanted to gain, you know, in your travelers. If you can't think of a story, um, are people being very receptive of you, or are they? <coughs> are they, for the most part, yeah. Right. I, other travelers are pretty friendly people. A lot of them are solo or in small groups, and or if they're not, they're still pretty receptive. And Indians are very, very receptive. I mean, almost it's they're almost too friendly, actually, because um, everywhere you go, they're just very interested. So I'll be on a bus, and someone will start talking to me, and say, "Where are you from?" Um, I'll say, "You know, the U.S.," and then they'll be really interested. Um, and it's it's cool. Sometimes I enjoy that and just getting to know some people and getting to know locals. Although sometimes I just want to like be by myself and like listen to my music or something. Uh, so it can get annoying. And, uh, and it's kind of like the same questions. It's like, where are you from? Uh, are you married? Um, <laughs> and I'll ask like weird questions sometimes. Like, you know, this one guy was asking me, what do you think about being married um, versus being a bachelor? Um, what do you think is better, being married or being a bachelor? Really? And I, I'm just kind of like, uh, it's whatever your personal preference is. If you want to get married, get married. If you want to not get married, don't get married. Right. Right. Sorry, it's kind of a um, no problem. Um, uh, maybe we call this one. It's getting a little bit sure. too rowdy. I think it's it's late enough in the day now that people are coming out and about. Okay, so maybe we just this. All right, that's um, fine. Uh, for next time, I'm going to challenge you to do something that that you would not first handily do. Maybe look up an event. And go to it, or, or that's like all I do. Well, I just ask random people, well, "What are you doing?" Okay, I'm gonna hop in. But yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I don't know if you, if or if there's any, you know, I don't know if there's any ch- challenges or cultural events you can go to, or even even just Indian regular Indian everyday. Yeah, I'm probably going to spend some time couch surfing Life. On like yeah. a, with a local. I did that already a little bit, but I'm going to do it some more. Um, so, yeah, I'll have all that. I'll have plenty of good, juicy stories Okay. on all that stuff. Sounds good, yeah. man. All right. Um, so, uh, I'll, anyway, bud, I'll miss you next time. Next time we talk will be um, – I might be in New York City this weekend. So, if not this okay. weekend um, – Maybe, maybe we can check in again on Monday. Maybe that'll work. Yeah, we'll out. figure it out. 
Yeah, we'll talk. We'll figure it out. All right, buddy. I miss you. Miss you too. I'll uh, I'll catch up with you soon. Peace. All right. Travel well. Bye. Later.